get more and more into that theme song the longer this goes on. Do you see how shaky I am? Yeah. What's my deal? I don't know. I've always wondered why you're so shaky. I don't know. It's uh, When you were talking about dealing cards, I just had this mental image of you're probably kind of shaky when I you're am, dealing too. At times. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've just had two sweet teas, and they've got good amount of sugar, so sugar gets Caffeine me. in them, too, right? Caffeine, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. I, so I'm thinking it makes it all the more sensitive, but here's the thing. My left hand's incredibly bad, and today it's been really bad. It's kind of weird bad. Like, I went and got a chocolate frosty from Wendy's. She handed it to me. I put it in my left hand. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm just I'm shaking just profusely. And Have you ever like, seen a doctor about it? Yeah, years ago when I was a kid. That's the thing. This but is, what about now? No, nothing recent. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's it's, I don't know, it's as much physical as it is mental or if the two combined create one awful monster no nah, that shit's physical <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up but i and went to a, i went to a doctor i was 19 or 20 and i go what's up with the shaky stuff going on here with my hands a lot of times he goes as far as i can tell your nerves are just wound up a little tighter than most and i'm like okay i can see that and it's always been that way it's been one of those things where i'm very sensitive to what people are looking at with it's 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 partly being very so self-conscious. Do you, do you think you shake more when you think people are looking at you? Yes. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: the left hand is far worse than the right hand, far worse. And today it was kind of scaring me because I'm driving down the road with my frosty in my left hand. No one's in the car with me looking at me. Driving down the highway, I bring the frosty in my left hand to grab the spoon with my right, and the motherfuckers, it's doing it right now. This is, this is. That's not you acting? That's not me acting. But but here's the thing. I'm thinking about it. The fact that I'm thinking about it makes it happen all the more. So it's almost like a form of ataxia, <laughs> which is a type of tremor that uh, a lot of brain injured people get them. Okay. It's a tremor that when they think about it, the more they think about it, the worse and more out of control the tremor gets. Okay. Yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah. You know, my dad got shaky like that. Just before he died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is epi- this is uh, this is uh, this ep- is episode eight by now, right? Something seven, like that. Seven. But yeah. whatever the case, it's part two of dads or dicks. Dads or for di- Father's Day. We love Father's Day specials. <laughs> we love dads and we fucking hate dads. And you know, I was thinking when we were when we were doing whatever, it made me think of uh, when me and Tyler went to see. Oh, John Carpenter's Vampires. And uh, through the whole thing, there was this guy with probably a 10-year-old girl in there with him. Okay. And I get it. I'm a horror fan, and I want to see this shit in the theater, too. But if I was a dad, and I was like, well, geez, the only way I'm going to get to see this in the theater is to bring my 10-year-old daughter. So, okay, I'll take her. But if... By minute 12 of the movie, she is saying, Daddy, I'm scared. Let's leave. Please, please, let's leave. Yeah. I would leave. He did not. This fucking idiot was just like, well, give it a minute, honey. Give it a minute. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, I don't like this, Daddy. I'm scared. I'm scared. And he's like, well, just give it a little bit. You haven't even, it's barely been on. And I look at my watch and it's been 40 minutes now. So. You know, not to mention that movie had a bunch of tits and violence and gore and uh, abuse of priests, of Catholic priests, you know? Yeah. And it just, I, I'm i like, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Horrible day. And then when we left the theater, 
there was because of the violence towards priests that movie had quite the buzz around it okay so when we left the theater there was a news crew there interviewing people that came out of the movie yeah and they picked this jackass with his daughter yeah and he's like oh i loved it i loved it and they're like what'd your daughter think oh she liked it too tell them how much you liked it honey and she was like i was scared of so monsters and the tea and he's like oh she just she doesn't know what she likes oh. and i'm like sounds exactly like she knows what she likes yeah oh dads are dicks uh yeah yeah i was i felt I- interesting moment years ago oh i'm not even gonna say it because it's not my dad whose dad was it it's it's my niece's dad <laughs> <laughs> he listens to this doesn't he He does he does and he wasn't a dick but i i just the moment struck me as being interesting for him and his daughter just his he was his daughter and cousin were sitting there together at the at the table Keep in mind, they're, oh, crap, what is five, six years apart in age, right? They, who now? The niece and who else? The niece. Your niece and who else are five? They're both my nieces. Oh, 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 oh. So the oldest niece and then his daughter. So they're sitting there together. Which are both his daughters. No. No, the other one's his niece as well. Oh, this is um um um. The other sister's daughter. This is Jiggle's daughter. Jug's Good daughter. Lord, don't call her that. Well, she's not going to hear it. I suppose not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so so we're. I just found it interesting in the the idea that she she had a fit. Well, he was like, uh, why aren't, why aren't you two hanging out together? And the thing is, like I said, they're five, six years apart. They don't really see eye to eye. They don't enjoy the same things. It's just very, it's two very different kids hanging out together. The oldest one is sitting there like putting up with it, so to speak. And the other one's just making weird noises and acting like a little kid. <laughs> and uh, and then he's like, why aren't you two enjoying? I, when my cousin was around, I had a good time with my cousin. And she goes, and she goes, you just don't listen to me. She just had some fit like a teenager would. It was very I mean, weird. It was his almost. His daughter. Yes, young, his daughter. Like she's nine or eight at the time. And, and she's she, telling him. And she's like. Okay. okay. This, she's like, this isn't. No. You know, and she ran up to her room. And I Purely was Purely like, because he was like, I don't get it. I had fun with my cousin. Right. Why aren't you? So that's. That's what I see fathers as, just this constant conveying themselves onto their children. Projecting. Projecting, yes. Can pr- pr- good. Yeah, my vocabulary is a turd. But anyway, so I was half proud of her. <laughs> I'm like, damn straight. Tell him what's up, you know. Yeah, just cause and you the thing is, he listens. I watch him, and he, he's like, oh, my kids are, this is this is what it means. I'm, I'm half impressed with, well, I'm very impressed with the way they they raise their kids and stuff, and he just and he just watches from afar as the child. He goes, and his daughter is incredibly intelligent, and just very a type A, and you can see this type A personality coming out, and it's something that you have to. It's step something step on and kill right well, away. <laughs> I probably would, being that I'd be a bad dad, but he's <laughs> but he's trying to go. Okay, this. 
Let's 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 move it in this direction. Otherwise, she's just going to become a neurotic psychopath. Let's not you know? criticize her for this bullshit behavior, but let's let's let's, let's embrace it. But at the same time, try and steer her. This can be the most. This can try be, and steer the ship away from the cliff. As right, this can either be the greatest asset, or it can be incredibly traumatizing and difficult for the rest of your life. So. To me, that's the hardest part of being, the scariest part of being a parent is why I'm not a parent. Because it's like, if my kid were like, wow, incredible, but at the same time, I could fuck that up at any moment, I'd, I won't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. So, I yeah, kudos I, to him and his, you know. I just worry that. But my dad had to deal with basically someone three points away from being retarded, and he still treated me like shit and <laughs> raised me like I should have been. I, I don't know what. You're going you're gonna to play for Bobby Knight, son. That's all there is to it. You're going to play for Bobby Knight. These and, I, and as a stupid little you? kid, I'm like, okay, that's what I'll do. You know, and I just And you I couldn't ate play it basketball for shit, though. I ate it up. I, I had a good jump shot. That's about it. Otherwise, I was slow. I was scrawny. I was, you know, had no weight to me, had no height, all that stuff. A lot of things basketball players need, speed, the ability to dribble the ball well. The ability to play basketball yes. is what you're saying. Yes, good defense. I had uh, out of a, a the ten points you need, I had half a point of what what is needed for for a good basketball player. But see, and was, I my dad wanted it me was to driven into my skull that you should, you'll need to play for Bobby Knight. You're playing for Bobby Knight, son. You know all this stuff, and it's like and see, my dad was the opposite. Like he wanted me to play football, but he wouldn't say it because okay. he wanted me to play because I like to play, and sure. then he will enjoy watching me play like he enjoyed it when he was a so I. I played, and then I went out for JV, and I just couldn't do it anymore, and I just I didn't want to. You're a quitter. Yeah, I'm a quitter. <laughs> but, you know, I couldn't, like, remember the plays. Procrastinator, that's what, quitter. That's yeah. why I was. It's going to be a good life. That's why I was a nose tackle, because I couldn't remember the plays, so the coach gave me the simplest job. You be the big blob in the middle, yeah. son. Big fatty, hit the other big fatty with yeah. the ball. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I did that, and then when it came to JV, I had, like, two practices, and I, I just couldn't fucking do it. I was like, nope, I'm done. And I walked off the field with my pads, which was a big deal. You didn't quit after they gave you your pads. So I just, like, eored my way off the field and was like, uh, uh, and I went in the locker room, whatever, called my dad, and he came and got me, and he's like, what's the, what's the deal, sport? And I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And he's like, why? And I was like, because I'm not good at it. And he was like, oh, no. He's like, I had fun watching you. Well, what <laughs> makes you say you're no good? And I was like, I'm not fast enough. Oh, you're a big guy. Big guys don't need to be that fast. And I was thinking, yeah, they do. <laughs> it's a football. Everybody's got to be fast. And then I was like, but can't remember the plays. And he's like, well, you can't can't remember the plays. And I was like, no, those are a big part of the game, son. And I was like, I know, Dad. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're right. Probably best that you quit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and we drove home. Did you feel any shame as you're riding with your dad going home or anything? A or? little, but yeah. he didn't like. He didn't drive it into you. No, he didn't even care because he didn't want. I mean, he didn't like that I was quitting shit because yeah. uh, because that did kind of well one less thing I got a dick around yeah. with, you know. It did kind of instill in me. Uh, I it, just it, bring him a big six by six piece of cardboard <laughs> and let the boy write on it. Draw uh, scribbles, <laughs> scribbles, little artwork on it. Um, it it did it did, however, get me addicted to that 
overwhelmingly euphoric feeling you get when you quit something. <laughs> like, it is so underrated quitting. The, I felt it at my last the, job. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> the like, first job I ever quit. The, w- like, the wow. weight of the world gets lifted off of your shoulders. Yeah. And you're like, whatever comes down on me or whatever the repercussions are for stopping this are minuscule compared to this opiate, this fucking amazing feeling that I have right now, knowing that I have just shit on this bit of responsibility, uh-huh. and I now have I have to do nothing, yeah. just enjoy the day, and it just and I I I'll have to say I've, I've quit many things <laughs> since then, <laughs> like just walked away from them and your, not cared. Your carpe diem's a little different than the yeah. uh, you know <laughs> a winner's carpe diem. Yeah, it's like seize the day if it's not a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> if it's convenient for you, go ahead. And there's not oh, too much shit. work That's involved. What it's turning into. Isn't but the, it? the one of the things too that I didn't want that my dad used to drive me fucking bananas was his family always said about him that the italian vendetta was alive and thriving within him yeah and 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 i love the guy he was an awesome dad but he was such a fucking pain in the ass sometimes he he my whole like the whole time we were watching the lions when i was a kid and you know mel gray um chris spielman barry sanders jerry ball eddie murray all those guys you know and I was like, Dad, wouldn't it be cool if we, you know, we were watching these games? And and my dad's like, Yeah, oh, look at, oh boy, look at that Barry Sanders run. Oh man, that Jerry Ball is, isn't he a good guy? And he's hugging me, and and we're like, Yeah, this is awesome, and it's nice, like, so great. And I was like, Dad, why don't we go to the Silverdome and watch a game? Uh, it'll be a cold day in hell before I step <laughs> foot in Pontiac, let alone into that shithole that is the Silverdome. Now let's just enjoy the day. Was <laughs> like, that weird? And I was like, what? Yeah. And then I was like, what is your fucking problem? Everybody that goes to that Silverdome is just an asshole, and we just need to end it there. And I was like, what? I was like, huh? when have you ever even been there? Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. And then I like ask my family. I'm like, why does he hate the fucking Silverdome? What? What is wrong with him? And... I think it was my mom and my uncle were just like, um, well, he went there once in like 1975 uh-huh. and he had a bad time. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. I was like, so that's it. Every er, because of that one day, everybody that's in the Silverdome is just by association an asshole and he's going to have a bad time. And my sure. mom was like, yep. Yep. And I was like, that's psychotic. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you're never going to the Silverdome. So don't even, <laughs> don't even question. Have you it. ever been there by chance? Yeah, because I was after he died. I wanted to see, Bar- yeah, after he died, and I wanted to see Barry Sanders run. I fucking went there with my uncle and his church group, <laughs> and it was that's right. You told me it was about. such yeah. an abortion of an evening. Yeah, the best part was when were you at the end? Were you saved? Were you saved, Matt? No, <laughs> I just remember you got actually farther away from Jesus. It was just, it was awesome when this dude carrying like eight beers came up behind us and was inching his way down the thing and he stumbled and he dumped him all over this pack of like teenage snotty bitchy Christian chicks Yeah, and all the adults just went, how dare he? 
what is he even doing with beer? And I was like, it's the silver dog. <laughs> what, what do you mean? What's he doing? They're going to drink them. Uh-huh. You know, like, well, I don't even think they should allow that here anymore. It's just disgraceful. Just disgraceful. No kidding. And it's like, I, um, I guess, but I mean, and then they, before we, before we left, my uncle, um, like I put my headphones on and, and he gets behind the wheel and he's like, is everybody ready to go? And I look, and he's looking at me, and he looks at my Walkman, and he's like... Nodding up and down, yeah, eyeballing no, it, eyeballing yeah, you, eyeballing yeah. it, eyeballing you. Yeah, you know? and I was like, what? And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, it's, it's like a three-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive. I was like, I'm going to listen to music. And he's like, what would you bring your own for? And I was like, because I wanted to listen to my music and not your music. <laughs> and he was like... Well, just why don't you give it a chance? I was like, I don't need to give it a chance. And he was like, let me show you something. And he tosses this tape to me, and it hits my lap, and it's this douchebag in the classic guitar pose where he's, like, got the guitar neck alongside the side of his head, and he's just, like, relaxing on the horns, you know? He's like, Uh hmm. And he's got a fucking beret on. He's got a beret. And it's, like, Phil Keggy or something like that. And he's like, do you know who that is? And I was like, not a clue. That right there is the man Eric Clapton calls the finest guitar player in the world. And I was like, doesn't matter because I don't fucking like Eric Clapton either. <laughs> and he was like, I'm just saying, why don't you just leave that off and just give it a chance? And I'm like, fine. And as soon as he turned back around to start the van up, I just. When did the beret ever work? Did Never. it ever work? No, in the army. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It looks good in it with an army and even uniform. They, and even they only wore it with their uniform. At formal things, correct? No, they wear them with their camos too. Oh, okay. But it looks good with the camos, okay. like the green, the green berets, especially. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But My you know what? Real quick, though, real quick, one thing that really agitated me with that <sighs> church group is when we were waiting for everybody to get there, they took me into their youth room or their youth rec room. Or whatever fucking thing it was, the the room that they the decorate. hip room, yeah, the hip room, the room, the room for the that children was specifically directed uh, directed to uh, converting young people. It was it was it was a uh, uh, decorated specifically by them for them. It was yeah yeah, but it was aimed at young people. Sure, that's what they used to um, brainwash the young folk into thinking church is hip. Okay, which is an immediate indicator that it's not. When they start worrying about whether or not they're hip. Yeah. You're not. Correct. Correct. It's fucking stupid. So I'm sitting in there, and this dipshit youth pastor comes in and sits down in the chair with his arms, you know, around the back, and he's just, like, being all loungy and shit, like a lazy dolphin, just kind of like, you know? (laughs) And uh, Lazy dolphin. I was like, like, hey, and he's like, how's it going? I'm like, fine. And I looked up, and there's this poster of this shitty band, that me and my cousin had actually seen a couple years before. Yeah. It's like audio adrenaline or something. They're really <laughs> fucking bad Christian band. And I just, I, I like looked at it and I kind of smiled because I was remembering that night. And th- this youth pastor, he looks up at the poster and then looks at me and he's like, not really something you'd expect to see in a church, is it? <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a Christian rock band. I know. And I was like, it's exactly what I would expect <laughs> to see in a church. Not a Metallica poster, right? right. right. You don't have uh, what is that? <laughs> the Necromantics or <laughs> Lords of Acid or whatever, you know? 
No, yeah, this is that's so fucking stupid. It's exactly what I expect to see. Uh, on on the vein of Vendetta, my father also had something. wasn't Vendetta as much as it is a a mantra of we never quit. We never quit. We aren't quitters, son. We aren't quitters. But he has to quit everything. Well, that's the thing. Is it because he's forced? To stop everything that he doesn't consider himself a quitter? Kind of, kind of. So the the one good advice I got from an uncle was there comes a point where you need to quit. There just comes a point where you need to quit. And I'm like, that's the first time I've ever heard this. This was years. At, but my father's was we never quit. Never quit. I get what so he's my, saying. That like the business, the hardware business, there came a point when you needed you to, need quit to quit. You need to quit, yes. Otherwise, you were going to be in debt. You were going to go under and it was going to ruin so th- this everything. Is, this what jumps in in my head when I think of never quit is my dad was in Amway, right? Remember Amway? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sure it still exists out there in some form or another. But Amway was something he got into, and he was brainwashed, very much so brainwashed. And he, we lived and died off this stuff and did a lot more dying than living, let's put it that way. But he was... We're never going to quit this. We're not going to quit. I've he, never known anybody that was like financially secure doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd we'd meet people through through the process that were doing well, but uh, only because they were really good salesmen at selling a lot of people on the idea that you can be financially successful doing this. My dad was one of my dad was a easy sheep for this this process. Well, because your dad wants to be rich without right. having to work. Right. So my father would. He was doing this. That's a that's a straight up tick right there. Okay. Anyway, did you kill it? No, he's he's just on his back like that. Squish him. Okay. There you go. Dead tick. I don't. Can you squish him to death? Yes. Okay. Well, he's pretty well smashed in half there. Oh, yep. Yep. He's okay. Anyway, um, what was I saying? He's not a quitter. So. After years of doing this this Amway thing, he goes, uh, he finally had to quit based on just a variety of things. And the fact the fact that he got involved in some other scheme that uh, took a bunch of his money and stuff. And he, doing this scheme, Amway found out he was doing the scheme. And they're like, yeah, you can't do this and do us at the same time. So we're going to cut you loose. Wow. So there was like some, yeah, some legal things involved. So my dad had been involved in this. Now I'm all squirmy that I got ticks on me. Yeah. My dad was involved in this a good 10, 15 years, easily. And uh, after it was all said and done, it was kind, it was kind of my dad's way out because he knew he needed to quit, but he couldn't quit because his mantra is, we don't, don't quit. quit. Right. And he sits me down one day. He goes, well, I figured I, uh, I spent about... I'd say $80,000 on this business. And I'm like, but r- really? And it, he's like, yeah, $80,000. I mean, he was just talking about the trips he went on, just all these things. He'd go to these conferences and stuff. After it's all said and done, it came to mind that I'm like, there's times you need to quit, you know? Yeah. And I've had friends in this business who, after two years, quit. And I'm, I'm like, I look up to them because it's like, oh, they're smart. They got the, they figured it out, you know. It was, yeah. A- anyway, don't I, quit, everybody. <laughs> don't quit. Quit quit until you literally have to live in your van. Yeah, and then know? quit. Yeah, so. The thing I like about your dad are the little puppet shows he puts on. 
when he feels the appropriate audience is about. The, uh, one, the two that are in my mind. Thanksgiving dinners. The two that are in my mind, though, is your wedding with the cell phone holster. Uh-huh. When you were like, you're like, he's like, where are you guys going? And I was like, we got to go to the store and grab Derek some socks. Or no, the the kid from the closet, the closet kid, <laughs> who's actually now more successful than the both of us. I think he is. He owns his own house last time <laughs> he does. I knew. He owns a house. He owns a couple cars. But <laughs> he's living the American yeah. dream. This, as it, and as this it was kid the first ten, spent the first 10 years of his life in a closet. Oh, it's several years, let's put it that way. Yeah, he and was heavily he, abused and whatnot. Yeah. So, but he was a good shit, little socially awkward, but he needed socks. Incredibly socially awkward. Didn't he yeah. need socks for the wedding or something? I think we all needed socks, but sure. So we took him to the store, yes. and it was fucking frustrating because he wanted that Hot Wheels. <laughs> Remember? He's like 23 at the time. He's like, I want those Hot Wheels. And I was like, we were like, but you got to buy socks. But I really want this Hot Wheels. It's like your mom <laughs> will kill us if we don't bring you back with socks. Right. And the car was cheaper than the socks, but he didn't have enough money for both. So I think you bought the car. Might have. And yeah. then he bought. But anyway, so as we're leaving, your dad is like, you know, where are you going? Blah, 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 blah. And we're in your Jeep and we're like, we're li-. And you look down and you're like, Dad, what the fuck is that? And he's like, what? And he's like. Is that a cell phone holster? And your dad is already standing there in the most stereotypical dad outfit in the yeah. world. Blue jean shorts. Uh, pulled up. Sure. Too high. Some stupid. He always wore his stuff way up by his belly button. Two, uh, some stupid generic polo shirt tucked uh-huh. into his white socks, white tennis shoes. Yep. And he's got that cell phone holster. On his side. Yeah. And you were just like. Just put it in your pocket. What? Well, if I ever need it, it's right here. It's right here. I remember he and he literally were, gave us a demo as yeah. to how cell how quickly cell phone he could pull it out of there. Holsters work. Yeah. And and we're we've and, never seen such a thing. And we were like, yeah, we we know people quit wearing those like six years ago. You don't need to. We we know we know what it is. And he's like, hey, tell you what, Dan. You know, because people were around, so he wanted to be super. Dan. Pulls out his wallet. Mm-hmm. Starts. Tell you what, why don't Peeling you... Peeling the money out, yeah. Why don't you pick yourself up one while you're out? Just pick yourself up one. But the thing is, he only gave you like six bucks. <laughs> and even right. back then, you couldn't buy one of those things for six bucks. <laughs> and I just... I just stood there. I mean, sat there, and I was like, this is... This is fucking exquisite. Yeah. This, yeah. And then the other one was Val's birthday um, with the bouncy house and stuff. Okay. And when when you were already kind of stressed because those kids were being a pain in the dick. Yeah, hate kids. And um, <laughs> uh, and then you're trying to get that shit cooked, and your dad just comes up and thinks it's time for his stand up routine. Yeah, that that people have been deprived of his unique humor for long enough, and he just you know tears India. Yeah, and, and thinks it's funny, and it's not. Even, I mean, he's like, you're never going to cook them that way. <laughs> no son of mine cooks like that. I don't know who raised you. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, and I could see it in your face. I was like, Dan, I'll cook those. You can go do whatever. <laughs> and and you just left. And he's like, he's a bit touchy, isn't he? And I was just like, shut your fucking <laughs> mouth, man. And it was, uh, speaking of bad dads. He's those, a hoot. Those two people that had those kids. 
were bad parents. Remember when they well they were just saying, they were an aunt and uncle. But to remember, be fair, you you and they were it was out of their control somewhat. But they couldn't. Like, yeah, they you couldn't leave. You couldn't let the kids go into the church. Remember when you found <laughs> they out were thieves? One of, yeah, when one of them was in there by themselves, they were like, "Oh shit!" And somebody ran in there to get him. Yeah. Because he just would find shit, and he'd be like, well, this is mine. Yeah. It wasn't even a thief. It was more arrogant than a thief. It was, A thief yeah. sees something and was like, I'd like to take this. Mm-hmm. That kid saw something and was like, what are you doing with my stuff? <laughs> and he just takes it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, he was. Uh, but what about the, there was, two, weren't there two young people uh, there, though, that were like, yeah, because the one chick was like really heavy, and she was like, "Oh, I'm pregnant," and I was like, "How could you tell?" <laughs> you're awful. <laughs> but yeah, she, those poor kids. Anyway, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they they were an aunt and uncle to these two kids, and they just brought them, and they were they were overwhelmed with them. I could see that a lot of times. They were just like, "Oh God, these kids are garbage." Watching but, you though, when you were trying to. <laughs> inflate that bouncy house and the kids just kept getting in it anyway yeah what did i say you stay out of there you stay out of there get out of there (laughs) you were ready to fucking pop oh uh yeah i don't you know you can see why why i have so many problems oh man that was but i felt bad for you though because i (laughs) i didn't do anything to help thanks man (laughs) no problem thanks man yeah, yeah, shitty parents can fuck a lot of... And there's a lot of them. That's the thing. There's there's a, you see a lot of just crap kids because they have crappier parents. Yesterday at the grocery like store, I saw one kid doing really gross shit, like licking the handle of the we need us of the a, shopping cart, you know? We need a good world war. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the mom was just like, oh, you're gross, and just laughing with the kid. And like, stop it. You stop that. And the kid... I saw them periodically, and the longer they were there, the better the kid got, you know, because the mom was just like, oh, not going to, I'm kind of playing along with the kid. Yeah. And then you saw another kid who was like, I want this. And he reached out and he grabbed cookies and put it in the basket. And the mother was like zero to 100 in less than a second and was yeah. like, you can't just be snatching stuff off the shelves. Yeah. What have I told you? And gets really close. What have I told you? You put you in the car and you can't snatch things off the show. And the longer and longer I saw them, the worse and worse that fucking kid got. No kidding. I Yeah. Like I said, parents are shit and I don't envy them either. I mean, I know I yell at these dogs like they can <laughs> like they can understand me cause, and, I, and I, I feel bad because like while I'm yelling at them, I'm like, they don't understand. But at the same time, there's a part of my brain that's like, why don't they? They should understand. <laughs> and and I need to learn that. But the one thing I don't yell at is little kids. Kids are no uh, better than dogs. <laughs> but oh, they, they, they will comprehend. So there's no point in yelling at them. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't get the parent. Like, I, I got to say, if I was grocery shopping and my kid was being a jerk, whether we needed the food or not, I'd just leave my cart there and I'd leave. I mean, I'm not going to put up with that, and I'm not going to be one of those parents that just screams at their kid in the middle of the supermarket. Yeah. I would leave. I clearly have the kid with me because there's nobody to watch him, so I would leave, and when there's somebody to watch a kid, I'll go back to the grocery store. But I'm just pretty sure I wouldn't be a good parent. I don't know why, but it's just I, like... Well, you would... I mean, you would... I think I'd just be frustrated so much. You'd be like your dad. That's the wor- That's the fear. Yeah. That's the biggest fear. That's... Uh, probably top of the list one of the top 
Yeah, very top of the list you as would, to why I did not become a parent. It's you would like, be... I'm pretty... Would I be like him? I think I might. To an extent, you would if the kid... Other than you wouldn't... I know for a fact you would not deny the kid to buy a bike with his own money. Okay. I know you wouldn't do that, but if the kid was like... I want to make a small dirt ramp in the back and practice because I want to be a BMX. No, nah, I don't want you building a ramp back there. That's just. <laughs> it's going to throw the whole yourself, off, and, son. <laughs> it's going to ruin the curb appeal, and I'm going to have to moat. No. Mm-hmm. No. But, Dad, I could. No. Mm-mm. It's just the amount of sleep I need to get. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely. It's also, to me, it's also very. You talk about killing yourself is very final. To me, the fact that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's very just, that's Being a it. parent's very final? To me, being a, the fact that I'm not going to be a parent is very final. This, 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 uh, this bloodline, this, this knowledge, this whatever is done. It's, 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 <laughs> it's come, it's coming to an end. Yes, your you know? family is. It's just done. My brother, he went on, had kids, and they're great. They're great little kids. And he, he's very specific. He's like, he's even told me. Because I've I've asked him like what about this and this and he's like I specifically don't want to do that because that's what Dad did and I don't think that's good you know so he's very he's very aware probably because the way your dad handled things was the easy way to do it I suppose just yeah. shutting it down not allowing anything right I got to go watch TV this is getting in the way so see and my dad my dad had a different approach like he would when especially when it came to like answering questions. Okay. Like, he wouldn't just shut me down. He would give me an answer rather than having me get the answer from somewhere else and not knowing what answer I was given. Okay. No matter how uncomfortable the answer was. So, like, the best example I can give is I used to watch Law & Order with him when it first came on. So I was probably in the fourth or fifth grade, and uh, we're watching it, and... The criminal gets charged with, like, first-degree murder, kidnapping, forcible sodomy, and robbery. Okay. So we're sitting there, and I was like, oh, that's a lot of... Dad, what's forcible sodomy? And I could just see him, I mean, a little bit of his soul drained away, you know? Uh And he was like, why do you... What? Why do you... (laughs) Sodomy? And I was like, they just said it. They did? And I was like, yeah, they just did. They said it. And he was like, oh... It was a question now, and I was like, "What is it? <laughs> what is it?" And he was like, "I, well," um, and he kind of he fidgeted and shit. And then he was like, "You've had, uh, oh boy, you had that sexual education, right?" And I was like, "Yep." And he's like, "Okay, uh, well, you know when uh, what happens to a man when he." likes a woman and i was like yeah he gets an erection and my dad's like oh my god okay okay um you know where it goes and i was like yeah i know where it goes he goes oh okay okay sodomy is when he puts it in the butt and it's illegal (laughs) in a lot of places so that's end it there that's sodomy (laughs) and i was like but and he's like no buts Nothing, just that's that it goes where you're not supposed to put it, and uh, forcibly is wrong. It's a crime, even not forcibly. Some people considered it a crime. He's like, So let's just move on. And I was like, Okay, well, that's 
sodomy, I guess. There it is. He didn't put on his tap, uh, top hat and grab his cane and go, let me tell you about sodomy. Uh, no? Okay. You might think it very odd of me <laughs> that I enjoy the act of sodomy. Sodomy! <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it wasn't like a Mary Poppins musical number. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to put it in the butt, put it in the butt, <laughs> put it in the butt, and what? clean your room with a song in your heart. <laughs> That's how sodomy should be taught. Through that musical number from sure. Meet the Feebles. <laughs> I want that fudge packer eliminated. <laughs> you get, do you have that still? Yes. I need, we need to see that again sometime. That's good. That good, is good stuff. Good stuff. It's awful when the when the tabloid reporter fly is eating shit out uh-huh. of the toilet. He's razzing the rabbit with chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, You're a horrible person and the fly takes a mouthful of shit and he's like, Mmm, carrots, is this one of yours? <laughs> Brought to you by the same man that won multiple Oscars for no Lord kidding. of the Rings. Isn't that something? My goodness. Uh, he he used to do that a lot. Like there, if you and if you look at the new ones, the Hobbit trilogy, there's a lot more Peter Jacksonisms in that than Lord of the Rings trilogy. Really? Like the King of the Gnomes or whatever in the yes. first one, he's yeah. all he's all gross and fat. And he's got all those boils and shit mm-hmm. on. That's Peter Jackson's first movie. This dude, one of the rituals these aliens do is they. They eat the vomit of the head alien. Okay. And uh, one of the undercover agents is in the mix, and they give him the bowl, and he's like, mm, no, no. And then they they kind of force it on him, and he takes a mouthful of it, and he really likes it. <laughs> so they can't get the bowl away from him because he's just drinking all this vomit. Uh. Then when he comes back to report his findings, he goes, you'll never guess what I did. And then this one partner's like, did you have to eat some Chuck, did you? <laughs> oh, my God. But that's not what he was talking about. Yeah, it's really, it's green and chunky. It's Yeah. Uh, now I'm looking for the other ticks. Yeah. The yard's full of ticks, I guess. Uh, they're, they're supposed to be bad this year. I don't, maybe you should spray. We got some spray. Put some stuff down. Because they'll get in your dogs. Do you do you, do you cut? Ch- do you put something on your dog? I check my dogs, and I got to get them a flea. I'm going to get them both a flea collar. Gotcha. Gotcha. So bad dads. Bad. Dads. No good dads. Well, mine was good. He just had issues. I mean, I I, I got to give him credit for the fact that uh, throughout all those years, he he fed me and kept me clothed until he was tired of buying yeah, clothes. Yeah, but fuck your dad. <laughs> Dude, fuck your dad. You're, I don't. I don't think your mom's a saint. Oh, she is a saint. That's but amazing. Fuck but your dad. My yeah. He just uh, he didn't. Yeah, I don't feel like he set me up as well as he could have. <laughs> no, he did <laughs> not. <laughs> and that I don't think that was his. When I first that's met what, you, that's weird. That really wasn't his plan. It was more of his. I have these. I have these children to. Yeah, like I said, when he kind of figured out that my brother was smarter than him. He uh, he just he, he did everything he could to squelch that. He kind of tried to make it more and more difficult for my brother to achieve. Yeah, yeah, he really did. He didn't like the things. My the thing is, my brother really found it 
enjoyable to be his own person. I completely wanted to impress my father. I wanted to see his approval. And I just, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get anywhere. Even if I got his, and the the slight, oh my goodness. There, when I did play, <laughs> when I did play basketball, you know all about this. The, yeah, the, 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 the constant videos. He would, he would record he would everything. Make you, yeah. When you, when we'd you got go home, home from the games, it was notes. He would yep. give you notes. We'd sit down and we'd watch this game. And he'd yell at you. He'd yell at me the whole time. All I was, I just remember as a kid craving for some sort of like, hey, what you did here, that was good. That was good right there. Never got that. If 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 that was in there at all, laced in there at all, it was it was intertwined amongst a lot of criticism. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just nonstop. Just and he 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 acted as if he knew something about basketball. That's the other thing. He his confidence is amazing. Um, yeah, his self confidence is amazing. But yeah, the whole he we'd come home every time after a game that I played. And just watch, watch video. Yeah, that's what I never understood. Watch game your, tape. Your dad acted like, you know, like he was Joe Theismann or something. And would, yeah, it was. Your dad's like a potato on two toothpicks. Yeah. He's not. I don't know what it is. There is sort of this. He did it throughout the Amway thing. Amway. Plus, he's like four feet tall. He's not very tall at all. No, he's he's like five eight or so. But he's he has this very. I I've heard it before where people believe. Or that they are actually sort of like in a movie, you know? They they have this they have this sort of grandiose kind of perspective as to where they are. They are the star, and this everything's sort of happening. They are the hero of this story. Yeah, and yeah. this story encompasses everything. Yeah, and if he, he meets somebody new and they don't cotton to his way of thinking, it's not his fault. It's theirs. Because he's the hero of the story. I remember part of Amway's deal was to, it was about the dream. And it was all about the dream. And my father could go into these dreamscapes and just. I remember he. These my, fantasies where he would. Remember the, the first time I was at your house. Remember? He, yeah, he, he had always that had a map the, with that little RV on it and yeah. all these places. And I'm like, what is this? And you were like, my dad dreaming. Yeah. You said it was such contempt. It's, uh, yeah, it was, it was. Because it became ridiculous over the years because it was just he'd put posters up of things he wanted, ridiculous things. Um, not that he wanted uh, to regularly have new tires on his car. He wanted, you know, brand new Mercedes. He wanted this. He wanted that. And it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, It's not, you know, you hear certain people now, I think like Dave Ramsey, he just simply wants to help people get out of debt you know, which to me is pretty honorable, not get you rich. He wants you just to get out of debt. Amway was all about, let's get rich, let's get rich, you need to get rich, you need to get rich, you know, shit like that. And it was and it was just ridiculous. My dad would put up posters of Hawaii. Hawaii is his favorite thing. It, there, was, there was one year where he went to Hawaii with his parents. My mother stayed home and worked. He went to Hawaii with his freaking parents, for God's sakes just so he could go to Hawaii. He just wanted to go to Hawaii. And I remember you telling me I, about I that. remember I remember driving down the road to our house. It's in the country. And he goes, "Daniel, you see uh you see those those palm trees out there?" I'm like, "What?" Because Oh, he, fuck, yeah, I remember that. He'd go in that's the thing. Whenever he'd go into his little world, he wanted you to come in there with him. And you didn't really know how to play along. You really didn't. And because he was an adult man. <laughs> right. And he's 
But at the same time, this is this is completely self-serving. This is completely this this doesn't involve your happiness. This is 100% his happiness. It was just sort of a weird thing. And the thing that scares me about these situations the most through the years is if you if you if you went into that world at all and you brought in something some piece of reality or some sort of just a thought outside of what he's thinking, he would snap on you in a in a second. He would just he'd be he he he'd go off on you, and he'd get mad at you for crushing his perfect little reality, or just bringing in something. If if he thought something was funny, and you'd play along with the fact that it's funny, he could suddenly turn on you because it wasn't quite the th- thing he was thinking of. No, I don't know what you're talking about there. You know, he he would just go off because you just when he he'd try to he'd conjure up some sort of scenario, and he'd want you to play along. I remember just buying. Uh, he was he was bent on selling a, a chunk of land he had. He goes, I want to sell this land because because we need the money for one. But I want to do this. I want to do that. But we I just want to sell the land. The land prices are really good. Did he want to like buy an RV though? Oh yeah, he just wanted to buy more things. But he goes, we, I want to sell this land, and I'm like, and I finally go, okay, you know, you should sell that land. I was talking to my brother-in-law, and he's like, you know, he doesn't understand why people hold on to all this land when they don't really do anything with it other than they get rental money from it from farmers you know and my dad and this is me agreeing with my father this is me going go ahead dad sell the land do what you need to do i go i go and i gave him a reason as to why based on someone else's opinion based on their experience with lots of land big no-no though he immediately turns around and goes well you don't sell your land because uh there's only there's only a finite amount of land out there I'm like, okay, then don't sell your land. It, it was a weird sort of thing. It was just he he would turn on you in just a in in just a moment m- moment notice. And you know what you know what I remember the most uh, when this podcast was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's end this one. Dan, for, you know this Dan digresses. This, pro- this everybody. should probably be the end of the whole father thing. It is. It's I only have, a two parter. Yeah, and you've have, gotten dark. I have. It? Yeah, I've had people in my life who I've told these sort of things to, and they're like, "Let's not talk about your dad anymore." I'm I don't like, mind talking I, about your dad, like, but come on, you. it's been like you. an hour and a half. It has, and and and. Uh, and I, it's been cathartic, though. And the, right? and the problem is, I will come up as I'm driving home tonight. I will You'll come, come up, up with, with like twelve mil- more examples of my dad being a dick. So, which I do enjoy. So like I told you, my, in, the, in the end, my father kept clothes on my back until I was 16, and he thought I should have bought my own clothes. And then, but before that, always kept me fed, stuff like that. So <laughs> we'll go with that. Kept a roof over my head, so you can't uh, blame a blame a guy on that. All right. Well, what's the, what's <laughs> Loudmouth Soup is We've the name been, of our podcast. What's, for one. what's the email address? Loudmouthsoup.podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd if, love to uh, hear your, your pro- stories your of dads your are being dicks. Yeah. We'd lo- we'd love or to if your that. dad's been a good guy. Like yeah. my, my dad was, was a good we're guy. We're coming up with, on Father's Day. Right. My dad was a good guy with sporadic instances of douchebaggery. Yeah. So uh, I guess you can't say any. Like, yeah. Most everyone's going to be like that. Yeah, right? so... Uh, We're human. Once again, you've been listening to Loudmouth Soup. I'm Matt. I'm Dan. And uh, we'll try this again later. Bleh. <laughs>